Hey there, and welcome back to Take One, the podcast that brings you just one unbelievable page of Talmud a day and today's page, Gitin 57. Listen. Uh, we've been doing this for a long time. This is year three and a half now. We have read a lot of pages of Talmud together. I have never, never in my life read a page like today, which has uh, war, which has boiling poop, which has a guest appearance by Jesus Christ, which has so many things that are, as the kids say, NSFW, not safe for work. Such a confluence of wonders, so much action, so many great stories. I didn't even know where to begin and what the meaning of it all was. And so when I'm confused, when I am feeling the need for some divine guidance, there's only one man I call. He is my friend and teacher and yours, Rabbi David Beshevkin. How are you, my friend? Liel, what an absolute joy. And there's no question that today's page uh, has a lot going on over here. Definitely a controversial page, especially the description of Jesus in the Talmud, allegedly Jesus, though some have definitely argued whether or not this is referring to the historical Jesus that we know. But what I think is most interesting is the way that they describe Jesus in the Gemara, particularly how he's viewed, what what was the problem, so to speak. And if you read that passage, do you want to read it inside, just what exactly is happening? Uh, yes, I will. Onkelus, you know, the guy, the translator, then went and raised Jesus the Nazarene from the grave through necromancy. This also has raising the dead. Onkelus said to him, who is most important in that world where you are now? Jesus said to him, the Jewish people. Onkelus asked him, should I then attach myself to them in this world? Jesus said to him, their welfare you shall seek, their misfortune you shall not seek. For anyone who touches them is regarded as if he were touching the apple of his eye. Zechariah 2.12. Onkelus said to him, what is the punishment of that man? A euphemism for Jesus himself in the next world. Jesus said to him, Gewald, he is punished with boiling excrement. As the master said, anyone who mocks the words of the sages will be sentenced to boiling excrement. And this was his sin as he mocked the words of the sages. The Gemara comments, come and see the difference between the sinners of Israel and the prophets of the nations of the world. As Balaam, who was a prophet, wished Israel harm, whereas Jesus the Nazarene, who was a Jewish sinner, says the Talmud, sought their well-being. Now, as, as the kids say, you know, retweets don't equal endorsement. This is, this is not us passing theological judgment on Jesus, but it is a very interesting nuanced take on Jesus. Oh, it's, it certainly is. And I want to really highlight three things, one of which is hard to avert your eyes from, which is the imagery of being, you know, boiling feces is like a very disturbing image. Why is that the imagery? Why is that the punishment? But I think even more important, there are two other things I want to point out. Number one is that it's specifically Unculus who is the one who is in dialogue with Jesus. And secondly, what I think is really fascinating is what they ascribe, what the Talmud points out is the problem with Jesus. Like you would think that the problem with Jesus was, I don't know, that he he uh, started a new religion, that he broke off from Judaism, but they said they 
issue that they had with Jesus was that he mocked the words of the sages. What exactly is the issue there? Why is that the, that's the main thing that he did? Nobody's ever rolled their eyes at the words of uh, the Talmud. Nobody's ever questioned or been a little cynical when they read something. Why is this the way that they describe it? And I really think this description gets to some very essential differences in that paradigmatic break between Judaism and Christianity, where in the view of the Talmud, the primary break between Judaism and Christianity, which really occurred, which is what we're discussing here during the destruction of the temple, the question was, was the covenant now broken with God? And when the temple was destroyed, the question is, where was now God among the Jewish people? People within the emerging Christian community looked at this, and this was developed over over centuries. They looked at it and said, the Jewish people don't have the right way to do it. God is no longer with them. God is no longer speaking with them. The only way to access divinity in your life is by surrendering, so to speak, to our prophet, to our person. There's no way that through your own interpretive skills, your own Talmudic logic, you can come, you can arrive at a vision of divinity. What you need is to kind of surrender to a prophet. You need to surrender to that previous paradigm where God is actually speaking to you through a prophet, which we have. And your Talmud and the words of the sages are not going to sustain you following the destruction of the temple. And this is why Jesus is specifically described as mocking the words of the sages, because it was an offense, so to speak, in saying the Talmud is not going to sustain you after the destruction of the temple. You can't just, through your own interpretation, arrive at some divinity. You need to surrender to a prophet and to the arrival, and it's not going to come any other way. And the Jewish people respond, and this is specifically why it is Unculus who was involved in this dialogue. Who was Unculus? Unculus was a convert to Judaism. And not only was he a convert to Judaism, he was the ultimate translator. If you open up any contemporary traditional printed Torah, like a Chumash, you'll look inside and right to the left is the commentary of Unculus, which is written in Aramaic. He translated the words of the Torah into the contemporary spoken language at the time. What Unculus represents is the capacity of translation to say, even though you may not have access to the original Hebrew, it can always be translated into your spoken language, into your personal experience. And that's why Unclus is the one who's having this dialogue with Jesus, because he's telling Jesus, he's saying, no, the Jewish people have the capacity of spiritual translation. Our temple may have been destroyed, but we still have access to divinity. That divinity doesn't come from the prophet who you think was sent to us. The divinity comes from within us, our capacity to translate our experiences. And that's why the punishment, so to speak, is being boiled in feces. Feces is the excrement, is the leftovers, the waste of humanity. 
when you look at the world and say humans don't have the capacity to encounter the divine through their own translation, through their own experience, the divine that lives within them. So what you're saying is that the Jewish people, it's just, it's kind of waste. It's the leftovers. And what we're saying is that, no, the Jewish people and our ability to encounter the divine, it is within us. We're not just the excrement. We're not just the leftovers. We're not just physical beings that are not capable of transcendence and encounter with the divine. But within each of us lives the divine, and we are able to encounter him, even following the destruction of the temple through our own translations and our own experience. I am so grateful for this, and I think I need a drink now. Rabbi David Beshevkin, thank you so much for being our guest. My absolute pleasure. This has been Take One. If you enjoy the show, and I hope that you do, then you're going to enjoy our brand new Take One newsletter even more. Each week, you'll get an extra shot of Talmudic wisdom straight to your inbox. And for those who sign up before Tractate Gittin ends, we'll be raffling off some Take One swag. So make sure to subscribe at tabletm.ag slash Take One Newsletter. As always, please go rate and review Take One on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use to listen to podcasts, and you could get your Take One t-shirts, mugs, and other amazing form of swag at tabletstudios.com. Each week, we will be releasing new episodes Monday through Friday, covering the entire weekly portion of Daf Yomi. Take One is a Tablet Studios production. The show is hosted by me, Leah Leibowitz, and is produced and edited by Daron Ruske, Quinn Waller, and Ellie Blyer. Our team also includes Stephanie Butnick, Josh Cross, Robert Scaramuccia, Courtney Hazlett, and Tanya Singer. For more information, go to tabletmag.com slash take one or email us at takeone at tabletmag.com. You could find us on Twitter at takeone.dafyomi or join our Facebook group by searching for Take One Podcast. I hope we have made your day a little more Talmudic.